No Christian has to be poor. If we had to be poor, Jesus wouldn't have said, I've been anointed to preach the gospel to the poor. What was he preaching to the poor? If it's not to correct it, then it should be preached to the poor. He said, I came to preach to the sick. And we know when he preached to the sick, the God won heal. So if he's preaching to the poor, then prosperity is part of the gospel. It is. Are you with me? It's part of the gospel. Amen. Which is able. It has an ability. I tell people, I believe God's word so, so much. Because it has an ability. I told you this the other time. For by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. It has an ability to produce. He says, I commend you to God to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance amongst them that are sanctified. God's desire is for you to have his word at work in your life. And he has made this possible by bringing to you his message from our man of God, Pastor Ray King. Keep on shining and reigning forever as you receive God's word for your life today. awaken to it. That though we are walking in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. So when someone wants to bring some physical war to you, identify that demon. Identify that demon. Haven't you seen someone um, in a church where the mate has purpose, you give him the tempest west. And it was actually a devil. And just by that argument, someone takes a knife and stabs. Do you think it's normal? And it will be a child of God. I began to train myself. Let me tell you something. I began to train myself from my teenage days, SHS, how to be a blessing. And one thing I thank the Father for is when his word comes, I'm ready to put it to work. How to be a blessing. I was listening to Pastor Chris. I was 16 or 17. I was listening to Pastor Chris. And he said that, hey, to carry extra cash. And I was like, what does this man say? He says, so that you can be a blessing to someone. The fact that you picked a taxi and it was 50 cities. When you get down, you can even give him 55. Let him know that an angel has visited him. So I heard this message in my teenage days. From that day till date. Those around me know. Sometimes a colleague can say, Pastor Roy, your heart's dear. It's like, you always want. And I said, it's not, it's not that. Too. I've done it. And that's the God life. That's a God life. So if, uh, when I go to a place, when I go to a place, and maybe you tell me, oh, is this amount? I'm not saying don't bargain. Of course, you should know when it's time to bargain. But there are some, if you've purpose, you always bargain. Let me tell you something. As a child of God, any baby are not bargaining. I'm telling you. No, these are, these are things that must go on in your consciousness. We are laughing, but it's true. 
you have become so bargaining. Bargaining conscious that that is your nature. Well, every time someone quotes a price, you are ready to say, divide it. Or Mema will say. You know, sometimes, sometimes, by the leading of the Spirit, I know the person has given me a double price. And the Father can say, give it to the person. I'm sowing a seed. Don't be too natural. No, in fact, don't be natural. No, no, no. I can't count how many mates when I was taking church I've blessed. How many Uber drivers I have blessed apart from preaching the gospel and telling them keep the change. How many tellers in the mall I have blessed. How many? Uncountable. Because of that mindset. I always go out making sure I'm carrying an extra money just to be a blessing. Yesterday I went out and someone from nowhere comes to me and all and starts talking to me and I said I was having some money on me that was actually supposed to be for it was like you have to use it for something and so I wanted to say no and the Lord said hey pick it and give it to her I said okay and I picked 100 CDs notes because I didn't have change and he knew God knew I didn't have change. God, I didn't have change. He said, take it and give it to her. I don't know it from anywhere. And I said, take. <laughs> but some of you, oh, my makeup person is a member. But you're only 100 cities change. Yeah. 20, David, 10, 10, Ghana, and I'll open, you know, 20, 25, 2, 1. <laughs> no, but I had to give it up. And I needed money yesterday. So I said, Lord, I, I trust you. Amen. So always carry some extra cash. Tell your neighbor, always carry some extra cash. So that you be a blessing to someone else. Hallelujah. Did you learn something? Celebrate Jesus. I don't know how we got here, but it's good. Amen. Just just be a blessing to someone. I, I, I put a lot of principles in my life growing up from the word of God. Some, I, I always like to bless the life of Pastor Chris, Pastor Joseph Prince. These are people that helped my foundation. Because sometimes we think it's just the word of God like that, like that, like that. Hey, you have to put it to work. Be a blessing. Amen. Today, when you close from church, the Uber you pick, when you get home, add one CD or two CDs and tell him to take it. That statement you just say, oh, thank you, God bless you, is something. You do hear what I said? If you pick Trotro to give the maid something, do I have your word? Yes, Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. All right, let's move on. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Let me tell you one story before I move on. There was one time um, someone came, undergrad, and the Lord was impressing on my heart. Give this person money. Give this person money. And I didn't know why. I said, ah, give this person money. Hey. It was just coming. And I said, okay, hey. The Lord says I should give you 
Manny, take this. Do you know the person was in hardship, needed money, but couldn't ask anybody. And after I gave the money to the person, the door was opened. People just started bringing in money. And that was when she herself had wrecked. She said, ah, pastor, the moment you put the money in my hand, by the time I got back to my hostel for two weeks or uh, for some weeks, I've not been able to even, like, I can't spend my money. And the Lord was saying, I wanted you to unlock that thing. So sometimes when you are giving money to someone, as a blesser, you are opening a gate for the person. You are opening a channel for the person. So not just, I'm giving so that God will bless me. No, no, no. No. Hallelujah. I know some of you have had such opportunities and you didn't do it. It's time to repent and do it. Amen. We do not war after the flesh. Next verse. Uh huh. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Hey. So we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. The weapons of our warfare. What are weapons? Who can tell me what's the definition of a weapon? They are tools. For battle. Hallelujah. There are tools for battle. Amen. So, the tools we use in this battle are not canal tools. It's not you using the cane to lash the floor and saying, any demon may pay. No. They are not canal. Of course, the Lord direct you prophetically on some things but do not let it become doctrinal do you understand for example like every day you want to pray you have to use an anointing oil hey use it when directed that's why I don't have an oil here I'm not supposed some people the pastor must have an oil I've been doing ministry for God knows how many years and we've got so many healing testimonies and all without the use of oil. It's the name of Jesus that matters. Once in a while, the Lord can tell me use water. Once in a while, the Lord can tell me use oil. I have. But it's not a doctrine. And I'll not teach you that when you're there, always there's an oil by your bed. And No. The Holy Ghost is bigger than that gorgeous bottle. Or bells. There's one called bells. There's sabroso. The Holy Ghost is bigger than that. And come on. Those oils are olive oils. But if you read what the anointing oil is. It has other spices in the Bible. It's not just olive. The body is far easier to fry some egg and eat. Glory to the Father. The Bible says aprons and handkerchiefs were taken out of Paul. To heal the sick. He can use aprons. He can use handkerchiefs. You can't even use this pen. So don't limit the Holy Ghost to oil. Amen. Hallelujah. So the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are not carnal. 
but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Next verse. Are you seeing how much authority we have with our weapons that are mighty through God? Go back to verse um, 4 and then give me the message of that. Okay. Are you, are you seeing that? One, two, three, go. Hey. <laughs> the tools for our trade. Are it for marketing and manipulation? Uh huh. Are you reading? One more time. Mm-hmm. If he's telling this, then it is possible. It's possible. Next verse. We use our powerful God tools. Hey, so now what King James calls strongholds. You see, when you're reading, it says casting down imaginations, theories. Do you know, this is, this is to let you know that the world or the life that we are living is spiritual. That even your imaginations can be influenced by evil spirits. Philosophies can be influenced by evil spirits. That's why I am very careful when I'm listening to some motivational speakers. Because they go and pick philosophies from some worldly philosophers that seem to make sense. And then add the Bible to it. And then give it to God's children. Mora has sacred goals of Rehadas. I remember 2013, I had a wonderful coat. I was so happy about it. I liked the coat. I broadcasted the coat. He says that no matter what you are going through, just know that there is light at the end of the tunnel. I said, Woo, this is deep. There is light at the end. So hold on. Don't be afraid. Just go through. There is light at the end of the tunnel. I was so happy. But as I grew, the Lord said, hey, you are the light. Even in the tunnel. Are you understanding? So now he changes my philosophy, right? To think like him. And not wait to get to the end of the tunnel see that light. When I am the light of the world and of course the world is dark and I will have to shine through the darkness. But when I was young, I was so happy. There's light. I even preached with it to encourage people. Don't worry. There is light at the end of the tunnel. Just, and you say, yeah! Then you say, your hope is built, but it won't last for long. It will not last. But he has made you the light to shine even in the darkness. It can stay with you 
Because you are saying, where will I meet that light at the end? The tunnel seems to be too long. But no matter how long it is, if you know you are the light, you are moving in. Like that. Are you with me? Yes. So some of these philosophies have clouded the minds of people. And it's affecting the situations they find themselves in. Because they have the wrong knowledge. Imagine, just like as easy and as simple and as wonderful as it sounds, that there is light at the end of the tunnel. It can do a lot of harm than good. If you are looking at it from where I'm talking about. Right? Yes. So, people have been filled with philosophies. And they are strongholds. That's what the Bible calls strongholds. That needs to be cast down. Oh, Christianity is a white man's religion. That was brought to Africa. Meanwhile, Africans, we knew God before they came. That's what they'll tell you. We had our culture before they came. Theories. And this has sunk deep in the minds of some people. But a lie in an office for years doesn't make it truth. I, I remember I also had this quote. Then I used to read a lot of um, John C. Maxwell. So that's why I was finding some of these things. He said that truth is like smoke. No matter how much you cover it, it will by all means find its way out. I was so happy when I heard this. <laughs> Oh, if I talk, oh, I, I used to, oh, I had, I had a book like that. I'll just be reading, reading, reading. Some were good, but some were not as good as the Bibles. Good to, to, to a certain level. Amen. So they, they say that. Then I say, ah, go and study history. When you study history from the book of Acts, you realize the traveling of the word or of Christianity. Starting from Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria to the uttermost part of the, of the earth. And the Jews are not really white people. And they were not bringing to us a culture. If you are talking about a culture, they had Judaism, which was a religion. And had so many principles they had to live by. But a few people, about 120 people were gathered in an upper room. Who received the Holy Ghost. Got born again. Jesus said that you will be witnesses unto me. This was something new. This was something new. And Jesus made it clear. That it's going to start from Judea. Some from Jerusalem. Judea. Samaria. To the uttermost part of the earth. And his word is happening. So it moved all the way. Through to Asia. Through to Europe. Ephesus. All those places. Then it went into America. And it comes into Africa. If it was truly for the white man to manipulate the black man, why is Christianity still in their countries? Theories. Hallelujah. So these theories have demons back in them. They are not just mere theories that just came up. They have demons back in them. And you need, through the lens of the word, to know. It's not a white man's religion. Neither is it a Jewish religion. Christianity is life. 
It is life. That is what the father brought. It is newness. Okay, we use our powerful God tools. One, two, three, go. We use our powerful God tools. Uh-huh. Are you seeing that? Tearing down barriers erected against the truth of God. The devil knows that we have the educational system, the social system, the political system are being influenced. That's why I am training some of us. You, I said, you don't take your education serious. What I'll do to you, eh? That's why I'm training some of us so that we can infiltrate those places and affect them with the gospel. You can be a politician who is just. The fact that all politicians are liars or most are liars, you can be one with the difference. Refuse to be corrupted. It may mean that it will take, it should, if it should take you two years through corruption to get there, and it means it will take you 30 years, that is your calling. So be it. By the time, by the, time the 30 years reaches, you have gained integrity. is a grace-based ministry headed by the Lord Jesus Christ and led by his servant, the man of God, Pastor Roy King. Our vision is connecting the world to Christ and raising men unto perfection. Our purpose is revealing the righteousness of God to man and our mission, preaching the gospel to everyone in our sphere of contact. We welcome you to join us in worship at the Zion Convocation Arena at North Ligon, 5th Purple Street. On Sundays, we have the Rhema service at 9 a.m. prompt. On Wednesdays, we have the Epikodomio service at 6.30 p.m. prompt. And on Fridays, we have the Hour of Intimacy at 6.30 p.m. prompt. You can contact our team on 020-099-8099-054-849-0559 and 055-592-6251 The Temple of Harris Forever we are kinging in Christ <laughs>